Good day. Yes. All right. Peace and love, everyone. Peace, peace, peace. uh, Mystics of the 40th Parallel, Ross Ben and Mystic Mike. And we got we got some soul jobs. We got some blessed souls, bright eyed angels from the 40th Parallel. Uh, Pittsburgh, to be exact. My new brother, Ross Naeem, even though now he lives in South Carolina. Uh, founder of Infinite Treasures, right? Infinite Treasures was founded in Pittsburgh, and this man was uh, born and raised in that region. And we got two other bright-eyed angels, good brother Khufu and good brother John, who are there on the scene in the the mountain of Pitt, right? Yeah, man. Which is even kind of... uh, a conflict, you know, like a polarized name in one word, you know, because you got a pit, which is like the low place, and the berg, which is the heights. But y'all mm. brethren is there uh, doing some impressive research. And we are coming together to promote, promote an event uh, April 23rd and 24th. Uh, we're going to decode Pittsburgh. What? We're what? Going to... what? What no. did you just say? We're going to decode <laughs> Pittsburgh. And oh. look, those who caught my 2022 vision know that the end of April is the portal of portals. That's right. The exact major conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces, you know? And I I, I see Pittsburgh as a portal city. You know, it's a portal from the east side of Appalachia to the west. It's a place where four rivers meet. There's just a lot of mysticism. Uh, From the indigenous time to the industrial age. What? All to be found right there. So hey, man. I'm very we excited more about specific. this opportunity. You got to be more specific, Ross. Pittsburgh is a place where the primary tributary of the largest river in America meets. Mm. We got a river that rolls from south to north. You don't really have a whole lot of rivers that roll from south to north. We oh, got one of those in Pittsburgh called the Monongahela. Yep. And it meets this other river called the Allegheny, you know, and there's an underground river that meets right there at the point with is downtown Pittsburgh. Mm. I don't know what they call the underground river, but they create the Ohio. I think it's called a glacial flow. The glacial, that's exactly what it's called, bro. Yeah, it's an underground river. They all meet right there. And that is the primary tributary to the Mississippi. The Ohio makes its way through the Midwest. And by the time it meets somewhere out there where it ties into it, there's another river. I don't even know what the other name of the river is. It comes from like Montana or something out there in the West. But the Ohio is the primary tributary to the longest river in this country. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, That that's what Pittsburgh wow. is. The place what they call Dion Vega, what you called it. You know? Huh. Navel of the universe. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm pulling up a picture of that point. Do y'all see it? Yep, we see that. All right, so this is the place where four rivers meet, huh? Yes, I. And, and what is that circle? What's there? It's a fountain. That's a fountain right there at the tip where the two rivers meet. It, uh, that's called Point State Park. Mm-hmm. Um. Fort Pitt used to be there. It used to be a fort there that was controlled, I believe, by who? The British or the French? I, I can't remember. The British. And then uh, the French the, the French had Fort Duquesne before that. Yes. So that is the site of Fort Duquesne. Yes. yes. On site there, there's like a little spot, that it, like a little house and whatnot. And for, for a while here in Pittsburgh, it was like the little house that uh, was the last remaining spot of Fort Duquesne. Wow. But outline, they, they have like, if you go down to that park where you see it's a lot of clear open grass, they still have like a brick outlining of the original Fort Duquesne. It was like a um, a four-sided fort and each 
corner had like um, these, uh, you could imagine almost like a, a lookout post, but that is still there. When we go down there, you'll see it's still outlined in brick the uh, with the uh, tradition, where the traditional fort used to be. Right. Yeah. So now, uh, Kufu and John, I know it's, your brothers got uh, for each day a tour and a evening presentation lined up. Uh, is is one of those tours? Are we going to that spot? Which one? Down Fort at the Duquesne. down at Fort Duquesne. We were gonna go to Mount Washington and overlook it from down below. Mm. Yeah, we, but yeah, yeah, we got to go to the point, bro. That's that's, that's essential. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So to actually tell us, <clears throat> give us some details about what y'all got lined up. So we're thinking about going to uh, Oakland and have brother Mike give us, uh, you know, some tour of the families and the industrial stuff that um, broke out and came into Oakland because there's a lot of stuff happening there. Mm -hmm. And then head up into Mount Washington and go to that guy's suit of statue and with George Washington and have you tell us about, you know, that different connection that was going on between the, uh, indigenous first nations people and with the colonists and the different um settlers that were trying to uh settle pittsburgh was that, that statue's name bro gaia suda and then there's also a statue of him in sharpsburg mm. so this is uh this is the statue you're speaking of right correct and that's in mount washington and Mount Washington, I, I see that I could tell uh, with the relation of the skyline in the background that uh, this is a mount overlooking Pittsburgh, huh? Yes. Facts. And so the vision y'all have is for us, like if we go here, we'll also uh, see that Fort Duquesne Circle Park. Go ahead, what are you going to say? You can see it straight on. Mm. And you can see how uh, uh, Ras Nahim was talking about where that original outline of where the fort was. It's in some kind of star formation or some kind of geometrical specific pattern. It's a star. It's a, it's a, it's an old star fort. Definitely. Wow. That's no question about it. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, man. The foundation is still there in the grass. This outline in, in bricks, even though the walls are not there, the foundation of where the walls were at are still there in the park. Um, and you can see it from a distance. We don't necessarily have to go down there physically to, to see it. Um, but yeah, you can see it from a distance. It's, it's definitely been preserved. Yes. So this, this statue fascinates me because uh, it looks like a complementary antagonistic relationship you know yeah it looks so they are embracing hand to hand right yeah but what's the brother's name Gaia Suda I believe I'm pronouncing it right Gaia Gaia Suda's extending his left hand though yes. yes you know which in Latin is the sinister hand so that's very interesting. And uh, Mike, we, I, I, we've been running our mouths. How you doing, good brother? I'm doing good. <laughs> What's your thoughts on this statue right here, bro? You got any vision? Well, I mean, I'm looking at it, and it doesn't, the body language positioning doesn't feel authentic. Mm. And so that's kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Like there's something about it, like as you pointed out with the with the left hand, I'm curious what's in the right hand. I can't tell what that is. Um, but there's also something about it that doesn't that that feels contrived about it. So that that that's that's what I see. But I do agree with you that it's um it's magnetizing, it pulls you in. Yeah. And if you if you look at it. You can notice the geometric shape that it takes in between the chin, the forehead, down to the middle where they touch fingers at. And that's almost like the shape of the badge here in Pittsburgh, like the, the, the Steeler emblem is inside uh, of it. Huh. And you could, is that the, the stadium where the Steelers play in the background? Yes. Heinz Field. Under, underneath where their finger is, yes, right there. Yeah. 
That's the ball. Uh, it's the ballpark. Yeah, exactly. It's the ballpark. Wow. Interesting. Yep. So well, that there are two stadiums there. One is where the Pirates play. Other one behind them is where the Steelers play, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Uh, the Pirates. Yeah, the Pirates play at one field. I think that what the Steelers play at Heinz Field or the Pirates. I, I I've been gone, man. They, the original place where I used to play used to be um, Three Rivers Stadium, and they and they tore that thing down about ten years ago, ten fifteen years ago. Yep. And, and, and built two parks, one for the um, football team and one for the baseball team. Mm. So the one behind them is where the football players play, if I'm not mistaken, and the one that's right underneath where their where their grass is at is where the baseball takes place. You know. Right to your point, what baseball in Pennsylvania balling, balling in Pennsylvania on the 40th parallel. Uh, yeah. So, so the, the thing which I did want to point out when we went through the introduction is, you know, there are two things, at least from my perspective, which which are happening. One is the, the surface air of of the information which is being presented and the coming together of like-minded people and meeting and all of that, like that's happening. But the fact that the timing and the location of, of the event, like quite literally, as you, as you described with the conjunction with, with Jupiter and, and, and Neptune, and then the, the, uh, these monster, that's not the, these Monmouth rivers meeting with the underground river on top of it, like on the most literal sense, what we're talking about, what's being reclaimed, where and when, like, and along the line, which we've been talking about for a year, this is the first time that this has kind of like come into actual manifestation where like, yeah, those are, that's some really interesting ideas you guys are talking about. Let me go and share with you what we're learning about our area. And it's, 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 it's phenomenal to watch it happen. And so I, I just wanted to put that out. Yeah. To be, hey, to be witnessed. John, Khufu, yes. give, give, give the folks some details. Like, you know, how can they be a part of this? What's, what's the donation? Where's the meetup? Or how, how, how can they be a part? Yes, sir. Go ahead, John. It's the uh, email spatialcreativity at gmail.com. Um, they can get the whole lineup when they pay $44 for one day. If you specify which day you want to come to Saturday or Sunday, Sunday, there's only a limited ticket of 20 tickets. So be mindful of that. Um, Saturday, we should have between uh, 40 and 50 tickets. Um, and we're going to be going around doing the tours. Uh, like I was saying on Saturday, Mount Washington, that we're going to have one or two other stops. And then we're going to head over to the Kingsley Center in East Liberty uh, on Frankstown Avenue. And then we're going to have uh, our lectures from four to eight, a little Q&A for everybody that has questions for uh, for Ross, Ben and Brother Mike. And then Sunday, we're going to have um, we have some uh, ancient other ancient burial mounds right here in Pittsburgh. So we're going to go to. Uh, there and then the observatory hill and then the lecture on sunday will be uh at observatory hill and when you email us you'll get all the directions and the uh address for where everything will be okay man it sounds like y'all have a great strong beginning i'm not gonna say a weekend right but right. y'all have a great strong beginning lined up for us I'm excited. Hey, y'all sure. mentioned mounds, right? Correct. And uh, I, I got to be honest, when y'all reached out to me and shared all the information you've amassed, right? I really thought y'all had read Free Your Mound and Your Mind Will Follow. Never of your research, the consistency, and really just like so many things that I've brought out about the global mound matrix and how you can uh, see if your city is a Cincinnati or just, you know, even if it's not a city of seven hills, find the significant mounds in your area and see what uh, edifices or architectural buildings you'll find there and 
you know, like y'all did that to such a Sir. in-depth degree. I thought y'all had read Free Your Mouth. And no, when, we- when y'all shared with me, y'all had just been watching the 40th Parallel I was blown away. But because yeah. you sent me so many, like, uh, what do you say? Smoking gun. Exactly. evidence about things we said and free your mind and your mind will follow, you know? This one Trinity Church burying burial ground, uh, the landmark for it being a, a, a classic example where this one plaque really says everything we said in Free Your Mound, that, hey, they found the indigenous mounds, right? Yep. Some type of edifice on it and or buried their own, had blood spilt and buried their own on the mound so that their bloodline, their ancestral lineage now had a, what do you say, a DNA connection. Yes. Land. And brother, brother Khufu and I just went back to there. And a lot of these streets that Pittsburgh is named after, their ancestors are, their grave sites are right there on top, on of, top of them. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's crazy. To, uh, it's exactly what you talk about. To walk on top of it, man. Um, it's, something, it's something to feel. I'll tell you that. And then right across the street is the Duquesne Hotel. And I don't know if Naeem know about the Duquesne Hotel, um, uh, but um, this is where all the big dignitaries go, like the president may go there. You know what I mean? Mm. Real, like, real high end. Like, people in Pittsburgh scared to even look in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, man, Pittsburgh is such a enigma to people who really, because it seems like... uh. Like, if you don't know what's up, it seems like a nowhere, like what, you know, like in the middle of, you know, Midwest. This but, is where, like, a lot of a lot of people who created Hollywood come from Pittsburgh. Mm. Like, this is where Night of the Living Dead was created at. You know what I'm saying? Um, City what, of Oak- what do you mean by that? Night of the Living Dead was created there. Yeah. And there's uh, what's the name? The Monroeville. Yeah. Monroeville Mall. We just left Monroeville, too. You mean they filmed it there? Yeah. yeah. 20, uh-huh. 20, 30 years ago? Yep. So a lot of movies, even right where we, where, where you guys are going to be staying, that a lot of movie filming going on around here, like, every day. This is like the like the next Hollywood. East Coast Hollywood. Wow. Yeah, like, it's always a movie bit. Like, Seth Rogen, uh, who's over here now? Uh, Tom Hanks. Again. Tom Hanks is in the hood right now. He was filming uh, Mr. Rogers. Tom Hanks was filming Mr. Rogers a couple years ago. He's back now filming a new one yep. in, the na- in the same neighborhood you guys will be filming. It's going to be a lot of film trucks around probably when y'all get here. Mm. You get Is the Mr. Way. Rogers from Pittsburgh? Yeah. The Jewish synagogue that got shot up is right up the street from Mr. Rogers' house. Hmm. And that's in a neighborhood called Squirrel Hill? Oh, hill exactly predominantly wow. Jewish community, right? Yeah. Hey, but um, Ross, to your point, when you ask about the significance of Pittsburgh, is we're on an, uh, uh, while we're on the subject of mounds, we're talking about Mississippi mound builders. Right. Um, so if you follow the Mississippi, if you do what indigenous people do and follow the water, you're going to get, they're going to draw you to Pittsburgh. And if you go on to Philadelphia, which is where, where you say one of the most sacred sites in this country is based on where uh, they built the um, Ben Franklin Museum. You can't get there from the Midlands unless you come through Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pittsburgh is that portal between the East Coast and the interior of the country. You know what I'm saying? The primary tributary of this, the, the, the main waterway of the country basically gets its biggest source of water from Pittsburgh. So uh, when it when it turns to whoever, indigenous and or folks who came after colonizing, um, Pittsburgh is a gateway, man. More than what they call wherever they got the arcs out there at Indianapolis, St. Louis or whatever. Pittsburgh is a real gate. Pittsburgh is the real gateway into the heart of this place, what they call America, Turtle Island. You know right. what I'm saying? 
the fact Pittsburgh is the real gateway. You know what I'm saying? This if you get this far and you and you find this river, you could carry it all the way down to the Gulf, man. You know, wow. and the mound builders knew this. Yep. And like you say, when you're dealing with these mound studies, you find most of them along this waterway. Um, and yeah, our hometown where we was born, that's what they call it, the navel of the universe, the Ondega. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This navel of the universe. Get you into the interior. You're coming from the East Coast to do the explore what you say, um, a folk, uh, some of the folks um, seeking refuge. If, if you can make it through the wilderness of Pennsylvania and find this point where the two rivers meet, the four rivers meet, yeah, mm -hmm. man, you got access to the whole of Turtle Island. Yeah. yeah. That's a super, super duper fact. Go ahead. So, so a little bit south of Pittsburgh, about 40 minutes, there's a place called Meadowcross. Meadow yes. And it was pre-Clovis people that habited that land. Yes. So whenever that, that was happening, post-flood, however they got here, they were in Meadowcroft, which was here close. Oh, the 40s. At Meadowcroft. So when you look at amazing sight, man, it'll blow your mind. It's right around here. Now, speaking of the latitude and longitude of Pittsburgh, I, I'm, I'm kind of amazed how the mathematics line up because it's on the 40th parallel latitude, but it's on the 80th degree of longitude. Am I correct? That's exactly what we'll be staying at. Uh, so that's pretty mystic because 80 is double 40, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, also something else that uh, stood out to me as far as the timing and the, 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 the numerology, right? Where the borough of Pittsburgh, birth, its birthday is 422, mm -hmm. which is the day before it's the day I'm coming in, but it's the day before we're having these structured events, you know? So mm -hmm. that's pretty mystic that we're going to be there on Pittsburgh's. A lot of this is happening around Pittsburgh's birthday, you know? And, you know, we wanted to line it up using the numerology, too. So even when we contacted you, it was all based off the two. The four, two so and everything panned out. So, yeah. And we're getting jewels from that. So yeah. as it was beginning, you know, so shall it be in the end, you know? So, so Ross, you coming home. Is this, ha have you been to Pittsburgh with your infinite treasures? When was the last time you were there? And what is the significance of infinite treasures returning to Pitts Mountain in 2022? Um, you know, a point we just brought up when we were talking about the numbers and the dates and the times, and I, you know, I had the impulse to interject, but as I get older, I understand that um, sometimes, you know, things just got to roll out. But I, I'm glad you offered me the segue because um, the significance of our return and the work that we're doing, um, I can't separate my um work to venerate my folks and to know from whence i've come from the work that i'm doing right now with infinite treasures you know um literally infinite treasures was born simultaneously with my quest to understand who my people are and not having direct uh information from my foremothers and forefathers when my grandfather passed in 1995 was a few days literally after I found out that these things that we render um, will give us a uh, uh, will, will give us a clear sign of what we're really worth compared to chasing after jobs, running gigs, getting an hourly wage, and mm -hmm. somebody else get to put on me what I'm worth. You know, when my grandfather passed, I didn't really know much about him, and the curiosity stirred. And it was simultaneous with the understanding that, man, what you create, people will pay. And if people will pay from what you create and you enjoy it, why do you continue to spend most of your time, energy, and I say chasing other people's problems? 
for a menial fee, you know? So to try to answer the question, 95 is when Infinite Treasures was born. 2005 is when we had to move up out of Pittsburgh, like so many other great minds that uh, are born in Pittsburgh. There's a, there's a there's a mystery about Pittsburgh where if you if you if you get endowed with a genius, uh, unfortunately you got to come up out of there. What the I'm saying, man, it'll never be a prophet in this whole in this home. You know, a prophet is never recognized in his homeland, and and that cannot be more profound than the place what we call Pittsburgh, bro. Mm. Um, so many great minds have been uh, you know incubated in Pittsburgh, but had to leave to get recognized and to reach the full potential. Infinite Treasures is no different. And I, I don't say that to say that we didn't have support at home, but um, again, there's something very peculiar about that place, something very peculiar about the, the nature of old money you yeah. know, and, how, and, how it, and how it controls uh, what is being broadcast out from the place called Pittsburgh. Man, Pittsburgh is a very powerful broadcast station where the waters meet, just like Mike points out when y'all cover the 40th parallels, where the waters meet dictates so much about um, the societies from which uh, sip from that water. And um, these folks who have taken over the land have really dialed Pittsburgh in to such a degree where if you got a gift and you got a jewel, you you know, at some point you have to come from up underneath it mm. uh, in, in order to really see the full potential of what your gift and what your jewel is. So to answer your question, when we left in 2005, we have, we've been back to Pittsburgh almost every year. Uh, I, you know, again, in my work to keep up with my family and my traditions, I got to go see my grandparents. You know, it's just part of who I am. You know, I got to go see my mother. I got to go give my family some time. But That's the right. window is usually so small that from really when we left in 2005 to now, we have not been back with our renderings. We haven't been back with the time to actually spread the table and share and show this community, you know, who have been supporting us for more than 20 years. Yeah, we're still out this work and this is what we're doing contemporarily. So this will be the first time since we left in 2005 that we will be in a position because we ain't coming with the family this time, you know. Um, my baby hey, girl, you know, the, the, the one and only I just got off the phone with him, man, and he got dynamics going on. He ain't gonna be able to make this one, man. I yeah. We were and, uh, usually, that, I, 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 usually I travel with the tribe. Yeah, we were organizer of the crypto crystal convergence that kind of jumped you were jumped off in February, but kind of put us on a certain momentum we on now. We thought he was tribing up here too. I'm yeah, sorry, bro. I'm gonna inter interrupt. No worries, brother. No worries. And the way still may be made. But like I said, I just got off the phone with him a few hours before jumping on this. And, um, you know, he got some dynamics he has to work through. So um, that route for us both to come together is not as clear as it was initially, you know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like I say, more time when I come, I come with my my full troop, man. And um, that takes priority. This time I'm, I'm riding in Han Solo. So it will give me the opportunity to really... Um, administer to, to the community, man, to, to share with folks who have been supporting for the better part of 20 years, the foundation of what Infinite Treasures is started right there. That was the first incubator. And um, that's, you know, even through years of not really being so much out in the public with the work, um, the clients there have still been supporting from a distance. But this will be the first time since 2005 when we left that we will come locked, loaded, with a full spread of what we doing nowadays when it's been the treasures. Mm -hmm. And um, ain't nothing changed, man. We building these tools and these jewels specifically designed to enhance our connections with the heavens and the earth. And mm -hmm. this work that we're doing right here is heavenly earthly work, how we connect into celestial timing and, and events and, and synchronicity of the movements of the heavens with the sacred spaces on earth that give us the power to um, pull back the wool and to come from up underneath the mysteries of the conquerors and see life that's really worth, you know? And and I would be amiss. And we got you, Mike, because I, I, I want to uh, build on something Naeem 
mentioned, right? But I would be amiss if I didn't mention that as far as uh, Rocks of Ages, the very first edition, not the new edition, one that came out in 2000, Ross Naeem Infinite Treasures, they brought me out my first big event Lots of ages, like you know, traveling with them in my little suitcase, right? Got my little uh crystals wrapped, setting up, speaking, all of that. Yeah, man, that thing started in Pittsburgh. Infinite Treasures, Ross Name opened that portal up early, right, right about 20 years Wilkinsburg. ago, right in Wilkinsburg. You know, right off Penn Avenue in Wilkinsburg, bro. Right out yep. there, right That's next to right. the culture spot in Wilkinsburg. Yeah, a good graduate was a big part of it, and I know yes, Rob is going to be present. Yes, but he's yes. uh upcoming as well. But yo, Crystal Ball, the Crystal Ball. Oh, Ross That's right, Ross Meisha. Yeah, represent. Ross mentioned these these families these old money families of pittsburgh <laughs> mike what's your thought on these old family old money families of pittsburgh bro because we know that's like your gift to be able to you know so 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 a couple things the first thing is is uh I'm excited to see all the stuff which which is going to be coming up from from South Carolina, and I'm going to bring up my starboard as well because I think it's going to make sense to set the board. And you've seen it, Roz. You know what it looks like. Like we're going to set it to what's going on in the heavens, and that's uh, that. I'm excited to to bring that into the mix. Um, and I'm going to answer your question, but I don't want to forget this. I want to know. Uh, the, the statement was Pittsburgh is a powerful broadcasting and it's broadcasting something peculiar. I would love to hear a little bit more detail on your thoughts on what that is. Um, but uh, I'll answer your question uh, quickly, Roz, as it relates to the, the, the moneyed families. Uh, the way I see it in the most general sense is you, you follow the money when you see uh, the names that are associated with Pittsburgh, which, as you said, like on all it would most people would overlook Pittsburgh's influence in terms of being an urban center. But you got the Carnegie's, you got the Mellons, you know, the obvious ones, the Heinz's, but but particularly the Carnegie. And if you understand this, the influence of what Carnegie has done in terms of shaping the way we we see reality like wow. you know there that 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 points to to something deeper and and the the rest of the big money family follow that um where i am i i i'm i'm in the middle in the midst of of uncovering what's going to be presented or what i'll be presenting there but hey, it's Mike, a little bit don't forget about westinghouse there we go. All the radio stuff. You're absolutely right. All the radio stuff. That's the broadcast. Okay, okay, okay. Marconi and all that stuff. All right. I forgot about that. Um, but where I'm going to focus on, and it originates with the big money family, is that Pittsburgh has a very, very strange history in terms of moving around people. And if you begin to look at the, the influence of uh, HUD, and and Richard Mellon and what they call the creative class and moving people around out of their neighborhoods. You, and you could begin to see this as a bigger, a bigger sort of theme. And I heard a little bit of it when it pushes people away, you've got a jewel. So that seems to me about moving people around and then everything else about what what Pittsburgh did pre-colonization about home and moving people and the blood of the land. I'm not certain where it's going, but that's what I'm really sensing is where the, the research, which I'm going to look at is going to go. It has to do with what we call home and, and forces moving people from home. Wow. Wow. Which is so relevant in these uh, gentrifying age, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole gentrification, the gentrification idea was birthed in, in, in Pittsburgh. Wow. 
I had no clue. Man, it's, it's going to be fire. I'm excited. I do know Pittsburgh is was considered the official start of the uh, uh, what exposite ex. What was that? The French the French Indian War. We wanted to jump off. Yeah, if Ben Franklin was the French connection, Pittsburgh is the center of the French connection, where the English and the French work collectively. You have the Lenape and other federated Algonquin speakers clash with the Iroquois, you know, to the demise of both. Both of them. Yeah. Pittsburgh is ground zero of that. But the Lewis and Clark exposition, that's what I was thinking of. Pittsburgh was the beginning point of and Breckenridge, is that his name? Am I yep. saying that correctly? You are. Okay, so Breckenridge, uh, who is from Pittsburgh, kind of, he, he, he wrote, he did some early exploration before Lewis and Clark. And he was, he's, again, like I said, the research y'all shared with me, it seemed like it was examples out of Free Your Mind and Your Mind Will Follow. Because Breckenridge, is the most smoking gun example of a mound gritter, even more so than Thomas Jefferson, that you can find. Because he chronicles all the mounds he went to find, you know, and identified mounds in Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania, as well as gave Lewis and Clark a heads up of the various mound structures they'll find west of Appalachia by CC a letter he wrote to Thomas Jefferson to Caspar Wistar, who was the big man here in Philadelphia who funded the Lewis and Clark expedition. So what's y'all thoughts on Breckenridge? Y'all got any? Visions on that man that y'all want to share? Um, just that there's a town here in Pittsburgh, um, kind of north of the Allegheny called Breckenridge. Um, his grandfather, um, Hugh Henry Breckenridge, was also here in Pittsburgh. And I believe he helped found the University of Pittsburgh. Wow. I think wow. it was a Probably on on indigenous mounds too. I'm sure. And am I correct in saying that at one point the Cathedral of Learning, which is the, which is the icon of Pitt University of Pittsburgh, was the tallest building in Pitts, in Pittsburgh at one point? Yes. Um, it, it's like a it's, it looks more like a like you say it reminds me of City Hall in Philadelphia, Ross, more than it looks like any kind of thing associated with us uh, Institute of Higher Learning, man. Mm. Um, so it's a temple. Yeah. Of, it's a temple of learning. It's a temple of learning, man. Built uh, fashioned out of stone. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, gothic. You're talking about gothic. It's the most gothic looking thing in Pittsburgh. You yeah. know, right in the yeah. heart of where all the universities are at. Carnegie Mellon. Is within a stone throw. Uh, Chatham College, Duquesne University. Basically, you can see the you can see what they call the cathedral of, and it's called the cathedral of learning from almost any point in the city. Wow! Uh, it's the only uh, high rise structure outside of the metropolitan Pittsburgh area that I know of. It's like it's it's got to be at least 20, 30 stories tall. Mm. You know? Are we so going I, in that area, brothers? So, yeah, yeah. I live right next to it. I can wow. see it a house. So part of Saturday's tour, uh, when one of our first stops will be in Oakland, and we're going to walk around like there's a block radius where you can see Soldiers and Sailors, which is a historic landmark. Then you can see the Cathedral of Learning. Uh, you can see Carnegie Mellon uh, University. And you can see a, 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 a temple uh, right across the street from the Soldiers and Sailors. And so, yeah, we'll be, that'll be part of our first, one of our first stops is a whole block around Oakland. Well, hopefully brother Mike can give us like some of these uh, families and how they helped 
establish what they did in Pittsburgh. All the houses around it. And there's a hey, bunch is that of temple. Is that temple the Shriners Temple down there? Is that a Shriners Temple? I'm not sure. Not you know, my my father is really is something. My whole life, my father been in my ear about this Shriners Temple that was in Oakland. That you know, uh, yeah, and we'll go into detail on that later. But it's interesting because you you mentioned the temple, and the first thing that come to mind is like, yo, my pop can tell me about this temple in Oakland hmm. before I could even understand what temples were. You know, my father, um, again, hence my namesake, Naeem, was in the Nation of Islam. My father was a fruit of Islam. And, um, yeah, and, you know, my parents split before I was two years old. So a lot of the stories and the, the accounts that he offers are, you know, as a young man, they were way over my head. But it's so interesting how things come full circle and without even necessarily pointing to the fact Y'all speaking about temples around Oakland, and my guest tells me that we're, we're probably talking about the same things. Mm-hmm. And then also in the northern part of Oakland, almost to the Hill District, uh, Center Avenue, um, there's the first mosque that was brought here to Pittsburgh by uh, Brother. I forget his name. Uh, uh, I think he was the brother. Went on to speak with uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Oh, you know, no, no, no. He's uh, he's making reference to Noble Jwali. Noble Jwali set up a temple here as well before he was chased out and went to Newark. Interesting. So Noble Jwali started in Pittsburgh. It's a strong foundation of uh, more sciences here, like in uh, in the Belsuva area. Yeah, so, the base. Uh, the bays run belt super, bro. Yes, sir. So I'm from. Go ahead. I was about to say the bays, man. One of the largest communities of bays in Pennsylvania is in this community called Belt Super, man. It's one of the hardest hit communities by the, the one of the first communities they hit with cocaine and crack. Because yes. it was such a uh, a sovereign community for you know indigenous people to 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 to, to organize and centralize. And, yeah. and, they, and they focused on Beltuba with the crack epidemic, bro. Wow. And, and, but there's a, there is a stronghold of families, what they call bays, you know, it, in Beltuba, bro. Yes, yeah. sir. I'm, I'm familiar with them. But yeah, so Noble Juali laid a real stronghold here on the 40th when he came. And uh, from here, he left, uh, he left Newark and then he went to Chicago and set up uh, the temples up there in Chicago and Detroit. Interesting. A lot of killing between those guys, between uh, Pittsburgh and Detroit at that time. So it's a crazy history, bro. Wow. Hey, Mike. Yes. You got any closing thoughts? I'm just getting real excited. I And I also feel like I need to get to work. <laughs> That's hey, what I'm talking about, Mike. What I would recommend, line up, contact Khufu and John, man, because they threw a whole bunch of names at me uh, as well, you know, beyond the Carnegies and Mellons. So, yeah, man. Hey, many hands make light work. Many hands and make light work. Y'all do. And I just... Um, like I give thanks to you guys because if it weren't for y'all, we wouldn't be nowhere on this. And I like to thank John too because like it's hard for people. Like I can't get with everybody on this, you know what I mean? So he's been an angel, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And he's stuck in there to where he's like, "Yo, you want to get Roz here?" And man, it lines so well, man, because neither one of us are from here, but we able uh-huh. to come this work. And this ain't the first. This is our first thing together, but man, we got shit lined up for this city, man. You know, uh, uh, that's very interesting, Kufu, because like we say, how so many of us that have been born there, we got to get out to get uh, out to, 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 to have our voice spoken. But just like paradise, some of the champions in the region weren't born there. And then when they come in, they see the wealth that it is. And because they've had exposure and experiences other places, they can they can they can um, really examine Pittsburgh for what it's worth. You know, it's hard to really, like you say, be recognized prophetically in your homeland. That's so a for fact. those of y'all that, that are, are, are not from the area 
and can recognize the wealth and the jewels. Uh, yes. Whether whether it's the um, you know, like you say, geographic jewels or the cultural jewels that embedded within the people that are there, bro. Like yes. big up. I commend both of y'all for recognizing my hometown and the fact that it ain't just some random place in the Midwest. You know what I'm saying? It's hey, a whole lot more got, going on in Pittsburgh. Plaques around here right now, man. Cash is looking at us like we showing them plaques that's been in front of them for the last 40, 50 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. But like, you know, my, girl, my girl, I told my queen about uh, Queen Aliquippa. She got so mad at me. She was like, how do you know about Queen Aliquippa? Like, they didn't teach us that in school. Like, I'm learning more about this town than her. And she's like, she's blown away. But you know that is similar to my experience with Philadelphia because I'm not from Philly. I can, I can see and, it. You know, uh, when I came here and just saw all the mystic art and and the amazing uh, history and geography, all right here in 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 the city. You yeah, know, right. I would talk about it to people from Philly and they, you know, to them, it was just part of the backdrop, man. They didn't pay no attention to it until I brought it up, you know? Right. Yeah. But, and also, man, I want to say like, this is, uh, the level of genius here, man. Like, uh, Ross Naeem was speaking on with some of these brothers and sisters. I know it's incredible. It's like a Wakanda, man. Like, um, this it's something's coming up out of here. I'll tell you that. Interesting. Why they got the Oculus Rift there? Yeah, something's coming up out of here, and uh, we we're around some remarkable youth as well, man. Um, that's gonna be at the uh, at the lecture, so man, y'all get a chance to meet some of these people, man. Y'all had mentioned something about adults can bring youth. Oh yeah, so if any adult get a ticket, they can bring uh anybody under twenty one for free. Wow, just one person because we need. In there to start getting them lined up with some of this information as well, man. And uh, why don't y'all share one more time the the details to be a part of this? So if you uh, just hey, get a hold of uh, spatialcreativity at gmail.com or go to my spatialcreativity at paypal.com, and um, if you pay forty four dollars for a one day ticket, just specify whether it's Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> And you'll be emailed um, all the arrangements and everywhere we're going for that specific day. If you want to get a two-day pass, which I recommend, that's $77 for both days. And Sunday is limited tickets for, of only 20, uh, 20 tickets. So uh, it's going to be an amazing weekend. And uh, get a hold of spatialcreativity at gmail.com or just go directly to my PayPal at spatialcreativity. Okay. Also. Brother Ross, Mike. we got a Big surprise Mike. as well. You said what? We have a surprise place for you guys as well. We didn't want to tell you. Well, you know, we kind of put it out there a little bit, but we definitely got a surprise for you guys, man. All right. In nice. terms of whatnot. So, yeah. Nice. You was going to say hey, something, I, I was going to say something, man. Mike, you're, you, you're hot mess, Mike. You you spoke something in my and it hit something in the back of my mind. What do you mean, Oculus Rift? What are you talking about, Big Mike? <laughs> Oculus Rift is the name of the uh, um, the company that makes the virtual reality glasses, like mm. the big ones, which Facebook bought. That it was a they bought them for like a billion dollars five years ago to make gaming equipment. Now it's the the foundation of their meta program and it's based out of Pittsburgh. That's where it's run out of. Wow. So it's like in the same way, if you look, or at least how I look at it in the same way you can, you can see Pittsburgh's uh, scientific history as it relates to radio and all of that sort of stuff in Westinghouse. Like we're looking at generation three or four, whatever we want to call it with what Oculus Rift is. And, you know, the, the name itself kind of indicates there's something underneath the surface as well. So, and another really heavy here right now is on the rivers instead of steel mills is robotics. Uh, high tech uh, is, uh, is a place called iRobotics. And they do high tech. 
they do the, they got the whole, like, it could be people walking around us right now. We don't even know. Like, wow, know. it's like that. Wow. It's like that. Wow. Pittsburgh's like that with tech. It's, 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 a, it's, they're cut, is cut net, is cutting edges it gets. It's a technological hey. portal going back to the well, industrial age. Yes. Well, well, um, it is a place where art and science, that's what separated Carnegie Mellon from the rest of the Ivy League schools. The emphasis on art and creating platform for art and how yeah. to take art and integrate it into science. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what separates Pittsburgh from a lot of other places. The emphasis on the art. When we go down to Oakland, you're going to see this uh, Carnegie Museum is one of the oldest and largest museums in the country. And it's right on the other side of a rift. Like there's a gully that separates it from Carnegie Institute, the university, you know? We- so, and within that, in- within that university, you got some of the most cutting edge technology taking place, but they also maintain space for some of the most revolutionary art uh, explain- displays and what have you and whatnot, man. So where art meets science yeah. and how they take art, because remember the rift, if you think about kinetic technology, they weren't putting all them things up there, all those glyphs and all those images up there for artistic purposes. Those yeah. things carried a particular energy and a potential. So in Pittsburgh, what they're doing is they're, they're adapting that to propagate, you know, again, this uh, what they call industrial age of manipulating art and turning the art into something that's more of a commercial game, more than something that aligns folks with their spiritual the greatest spiritual potential. And, and, and that's how indigenous cultures with the art was used for. It wasn't, it wasn't pitted around industrial and commercial gain. It was, it, was, it was engineered and perpetuated to help folks get out of the illusion that this place is the end all to be all and to connect and to make sure that your life work connects you to the perpetuity of your foremothers and your forefathers. Pittsburgh is that place that has taken the potential and the power of art and turned it into something that can be commercialized. Wow. Yeah. So, so now we're talking Andy Warhol. So what's going yeah. on here is that the phenomenon art is really growing. It's huge here right now. Like it's at a point where the mayor, he's allocating all this money to the arts for the city. So it's, it's crazy you're saying this, name. Like you. Money. I, you oh, where are you oh, getting that money from? Where are you getting that money from? All that old money. Oh. Because this is the only place I know where the rich and the poor actually tangle. Mm. You can oh. be sitting here and you're like, yeah, I'm, I got an inheritance. Am I lying? Like, you're trying to tell you, like, yo, it's, it's incredible the dynamic that takes place here. And with these bridges, like, it's, it's incredible, man. You know, and I, yeah. I, I, I'm on the outside. I, I, I don't think if, if I lived here, I don't think we'll be doing what we're doing right now. Hey, I commend y'all brothers, man. I commend you. It's near and dear to my heart that uh, there's champions like y'all in the in the in the birds doing this work, thinking what you thinking outside the box, you know. And like you say, if you was born and raised here and you never stepped out to see the world outside of Pittsburgh, it's really hard to think outside of the box, right? Know, because it, it it takes a certain level of uh, you know, you got to have some kind of um, you got to have a way to, to eat. You know what I'm saying? And if you start thinking and start asking questions outside the box, you don't got a job no more. They cut your, they cut your, your, your ability to sustain off. So it does take a certain degree of either you wasn't born there, so you came from outside the box, and now you got a different perspective. And yeah. or if you were born there and you recognize, man, something ain't right, you got to get out to really see what's going on in that place, man. Um, right. That old money bang is uh, it, it's going even deeper into the great mystery Philadelphia, which is a whole other topic, which we can't go all into that tonight. But the bloodline um, of tyranny run deep in Pittsburgh and the money, follow the money, follow the bloodline. And you'll see why with all the creative geniuses born in Pittsburgh, most of them, if they ever recognized who they were, they had to get out. Wow. To be recognized from folks that, that ain't up in Pittsburgh because, yeah, the, the vampires in, in there are <laughs> old, 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 old lineage of vampires up in them places, man. You know? 
I find it interesting. I I I I don't know if I'll have time to like follow up on this, but in my mind, Pittsburgh is one of the few cities that I know of that's named for someone who never stepped foot never United States. You know, when you say follow the money, you gotta go really pit. You gotta take it to uh Great Britain. Overseas. Well, man, we're all excited. And I hope this is motivated one to make the effort and come and be a part of this because it's been my experience when high frequency, like-minded people come together in these portal places and these portal times, magic happens, you know? And so, yeah, let's make it happen. Anybody have any closing thoughts? I'd like to say some final words as well. Um, Stuff like this doesn't happen naturally. Like it takes effort, like planning and deciding when it's going to be done, like a lot of effort behind the scenes and, and, and two things that needs to be recognized, you know, the, the, like hats off to that. Cause I know it, it, it happens or like the, the amount of the effort that that requires and particularly when you're moving into something which you've never done before. And that's, there's a great degree of honor and respect for that. And then secondly, I'm saying this specifically to anyone who's watching this is like, this is the sort of stuff we support. Like, you know, whether you can make this or not, you should be supporting this. And if you can make this, because we want to see more of this type of activity, uh, as we roll forward. So it's like we're supporting this beyond so much the the, the surface level. It's so deep. And so uh, I, I wanted to throw that out there. And and I am I've never been to Pittsburgh and I'm very curious to see all of these places with my own eyes and feel the earth beneath my feet. And we're excited to bring y'all brothers. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, they say where opportunity is met by preparation, this is where progress begins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, opportunity met by preparation. So again, I commend everybody on the call, particularly you, Kupu, and John for putting out this spark, uh, sparking this initiative. I commend you, Mike, and Ross Ben, for um, really years before y'all started doing the 40th Parallel Series, you know, y'all been digging into the work, but y'all been coordinating, synchronizing, and charging the rest of us with... Um, you know, digging deeper, looking closer at what's around us. And, right. Um, right. And, and understand and stop making excuses. Stop looking at somebody else to blame. Let's figure out what part we play in the world that we're creating. And that's what I say. The future is bright. The future is bright. The future is what we make it. That's uh, right. We just gotta, right. We, we got to step away. We got to step away from all the illusions and people being slapped on the Oscars. All that shit is yeah. distractions. It's just, it's just, it's just a, 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 a endless barrage of distractions when there's so much right here in front of us that is a wealth that is like our ancestors banging on our heads. When are y'all, yeah. y'all going to come online? When are y'all going to come hey. out of the sauce of sleepiness and, and listen, we, we're trying to guide you and direct you. All the signposts are right there. All you got to do is turn off the metaverse and, 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 and listen to the birds sing. And new guide hmm. you to where you need to go, you know? So I commend all the brothers on this call for being intentional, you know? Cause um, there ain't too many, I, I, you know, for me personally, I don't really get to exchange with wow. on, on, on certain subjects like this without being looked at like, yo, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, man? You know, right. why, why we can't, why we can't just watch the game without you going into all, you know what? All on some mystic shit. Yeah. I- what, what, why you can't just why can't why can't you just play with balls balls like the rest? Uh. Of them? Uh, right. When you see through shit, man, it's hard to sit back on it. You know, if you know better, you got to do better. What they call ignorance is bliss. Uh. And from you know better, if judgment comes swift, uh, well. just be blissful once you know better. If you ain't ever know no better, yeah, go on and and wallow in the blissfulness. But when you know better. And you just and we choose to continue into foolishness. The judgment comes swift, you know. Yeah, judgment and I, comes swift. Um, I think now, like 
like me and, me and my brother John, man, it's all about creating our reality. You know what I'm saying? And everything we talk about, we manifesting it. We just ain't laying back on it right now. And this particular hour on the planet, it's like a new, it's like a new day now. It's like the old world is over with. You go back in there if you want to, but we're in a new day. And this can create the reality you want. We don't work nine to fives no more. I just got off the corporate thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in there for a small second just a minute ago. And I almost got stuck. But I realized, yo, I got all this potential. Let me go ahead and put this out. That's where we at right now, man. That's so, what it is. All right. Well, it feels like, Ross, it feels like this is another convergence. It's more than just uh, a lecture and a tour. This is a convergence of high-frequency people coming together and opening up these portals, you know? So I'm excited. Y'all doing this in my hometown? Huh. Hey, y'all doing this in my hometown? Yes. Hey, come on, man. This is an answer prayer, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna seal it up, y'all. I'm ready to uh go boo up with my honey. Right? Hey, hey, well, that you know from one mystic to another. Salute, hey, brothers, and we'll see y'all on the 23rd. Yes, sir. All right, hey, big up, big up, big up, big respect. Infinite chance is already in the house. Hey, 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 we're worldwide. We're worldwide. We were, hey, there it go. Here there it go. go. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We won't cease these chants until the righteousness covers the earth as the waters cover the seas. Yes, sir. All right. Respect. Respect.